0: Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. Hello, 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 everyone. My name's Kevin Wilson. I'm along here with the food truck czar, John Cole. Cole. Uh, this week, what you can expect is we're going to do our opening, our greeting. 530 exactly will be the Philly Grubbs segment. Is she going to be here? Is no, she no, no. It's, it's recorded, but let me tell you something. Uh, I heard he's... the recording, but listen to this. I heard the recording. I highly encourage everybody to stick with us. 530,
1: you're going to get some great happy hour deals. So my, my foodie wife, Marilyn Johnson, knows what's happening, where it's happening, when it's happening. Yeah, she, she taught me this week. So,
0: 5.30, we'll have the Philly Grubs uh, segment. Uh, we're also going to talk with Fezziwigs, the owner of Fezziwigs this week. Sweet. They're via telephone. Uh, just want to get uh, the greetings out of the way. My name is Kevin Wilson, food truck czar J. J. Cole. Uh, I'm so excited that I will be participating in this year's Philadelphia uh, Taste Philadelphia event. Nice. To, yeah, it's going to be at the...
1: Oh, see, I got to write a book so I can get in on that. Yeah, said, so I'll, I'll be doing a book signing. No book, there's no <laughs> nothing, man. I said, <laughs> I could sign stuff. They said, no, 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 we're good. There's no reason they're
0: going to let me in. Uh, it's going to be at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks Hall B, 100 Station Avenue, Oaks, PA, 19456. For some of you people, that's where the dog
1: show is. Just-
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be myself doing a book signing along with Chef Paul Wahlberg, the owner of Wahlbergers, as you see on the reality show. Paul's going to be there.
1: Um, oh, that's the guy's little brothers on TV or movies or something, right? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> something
0: about Marky Mark. I don't You're know. welcome, Chef Paul. Never heard of him. Uh, Chef Brian Duffy is also... Also going to be there. I believe he's on the Small Bites episode tonight.
1: Uh, yeah, um, my buddy Brian will be calling in just a little, uh, maybe seven o'clock, six forty-five, something Excellent. like that on Small Bites. Uh, uh, Derek asked me to kind of pinch it with uh, Glenn Gross, so I'll be hanging out. Wildfire will get a lot of J Cole next. <laughs> maybe I should
0: just apologize in advance. J Cole is the man that makes this place go round
1: and round. <laughs> uh- <laughs>
0: So anyway, people are asking me. They're like, "Well, how can I save money immediately by listening to the show?" I'll, I'm going to save you guys twenty bucks off your Taste Philadelphia tickets. Go to gourmetshows.com. Put in a promo code Kevin Wilson. And you will save $20 off your ticket to the Taste Philadelphia event. Is that with
1: or without the middle finger motion? No, 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 no. Kevin Wilson Did without the middle, middle finger motion.
0: All right, let's get the show started. Uh, we're going to do our emails at the top of the show. Uh, Ken in Marlton writes, Hey, guys, love the show. I was just curious about where is your favorite hamburger, taco, or pizza? So I'm going to answer it first. Uh, <laughs> my, my favorite hamburger is Lucky's Last Chance. My favorite taco is distrito and my favorite pizza is joe's pizza in uh, 16th street in center city very cool what's very yours cool. what's yours jacob i'm
1: actually gonna d- take the lazy way out because it's me um plus i like to try to rep the south jersey half of the that's show right, you know right. we got the you know definitely the philly half of the show i believe his question was tacos burgers Ta- and pizza and pizza I can do all that in one shot. What? and that's yeah, I can do it all, and I can name that tune in one shot. Uh, Rustelli's Market. Ah! Rustelli's <laughs> Market, Route 73 in Marlton. Um, amazing burgers. Uh, I'm sure you've seen America's Butcher, Ray Rustelli, and QVC. Um, they've got some amazing burger blends over there. And uh, tacos, yep. they have a tomahawk uh, tomahawk chopped taco they do not every day, but I would check out their Facebook page and find it. Uh, it's probably the most delicious taco I've had on this side of the road. How about that? It's really good. And as for pizza, um, you go over to Rostelli's like 1230. I'm going to let you know right now, there's a little bit of a wait for pizza. You know, call ahead, download the app, and kind of put your order in. Uh, they have almost like a Roman-style pizza, which is absolutely delicious. Uh, their food, their prepared food section is huge and even sushi. Wow. Um, I've, I had a question on Twitter this week asking me, you know, Jay Cole, if you don't go into Philly, most people know if I'm in Philly, I'm probably stopping at Zama for sushi yeah. Yeah. Um, or Morimoto if, you know, I'm dining off a dime. But <laughs> um, uh, restellis it's sushi. Uh, nice. A lot of people forget Rostelli started as a butcher shop Market, anything meat related. Um, hoagies, some of the best hoagies I've tried in South Jersey are at Restelli's Market. So if you're like me, kind of lazy, and you know you the, the coffee is really good, muffins are really good. You want to sort of bang everything out in one shot. Uh, there have been days where I was working, writing, whatever, and I spent. Hours at Rostelli's. Wow! I ate breakfast, uh, you know, grabbed a little, you know, bagel and whatever, and, and coffee. Their coffee is very good. I bring it home with me. Uh, sat through lunch. I wound up grabbing a prepared meal for dinner. Uh, I remember my wife, also known as the luckiest woman in the world, Gina <laughs> Cole, uh, commented that um, should she forward my mail there because. I- yeah uh the truth is for for foodies it's really it's where you want to go And i realized i'm sorry what was what, his name again that was ken in marlton ken i'm sorry maybe that wasn't quite the answer you were looking for <laughs> but i hey, will say this you're in on, marlton yeah they're right down the street D- dude they're down the street probably <laughs> from your house right one stop in out you're good all right here we go uh dave and chester
0: he writes kevin and john the show is okay but it's it is okay. really. Well, I'm pouring himself. my blood, sweat, and tears, and he's saying it's, okay. it's
1: Chester. I know.
0: But it is really annoying how you treat a podcast as if it were live radio, and it's totally annoying. So please note that a podcast is different from live radio. I'm the one. Wow. uh wow. My book is uh, investing in the show. We didn't know that, well, Dave. I, I'm sorry. Are there Dave's Chester rules? Uh, is Dave, that Dave's an idiot. Okay. <laughs> Charlene and Ben Salem writes. <laughs> Hey, Kevin and John, love the great information that you give out on the show, but I work in New Jersey and would like to have John give his expertise more restaurants in New
1: Jersey You just did I, I just did And you know what I probably will try to be rep A little bit more Jersey um, Just to kind of Balance it out a little bit I'm always It's really funny When I'm in North Jersey Everybody sees me As a South Jersey guy Right When I'm in South Jersey Everybody sees me As a Philly guy I'm always like You know the I'm always like The square peg In the <laughs> round hall But Awful
0: I, 80s show But <laughs> it, it
1: was I will I'm not sure What exactly Type of restaurant um, the person to the call the, 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 what was her name? I'm sorry. Uh, let me check. This is why I should really prep my homework.
0: This is Charlene in Ben Salem, but Sh- she works in New Jersey.
1: Sure. Charlene, I'm not sure where exactly you work in Jersey, but I'm going to throw out a place to you right now oh. that really, really, really. I enjoy. I enjoy going to a lot. I'm not going to say it's the best. I'm not going to get into 93 stars on Yelp, how many people on TripAdvisor. It's a place called the Robin's Nest in Mount Holly, New Jersey, right on Main Street. Fall is coming, and they have outdoor seating that is waterside outdoor seating. Uh, They have a bar there called the Crow's Nest. Locals love it. Uh, The food there, the owner is a chef, a baker, a caterer. The food is absolutely great. Desserts, cocktails. Wow. There's no part of that experience at Robin's Nest in Mount Holly that isn't worth the drive. Nice. And I um, forgot
0: to tell the people, John. Dining on a Dime teaches you where you can get the best meals at a very low budget. So if you're on a very low budget, you don't have much money. Yeah, no. Uh, we show you where to get the best That's meals. That's one of
1: the reasons I mentioned the Robin's Nest is yeah. that. You know, I always tend to think of, like, the Robin's Nest as, like, a $100 dinner for, like, 65 bucks. Wow. And um, I'm super happy uh, going over there. I haven't had bad experiences. A little bit later in the show, we're going to talk about some bad experiences. Oh, we're gonna lo- you're going to love this show. Um, but- Before we break the glass and sort of let that (laughs) come out, uh, I will say the woman who runs the Robin's Nest, Robin Winsiger, she's been a a South Jersey food power, maybe going on close to 20 years. Wow. She, restaurateur, entrepreneur, uh, definitely head over to her place. Nice. It's worth the trip.
0: Trust me. Love it. Uh, If you guys want to submit an email and be read live on the air like we just did, uh, email us at diningonadime at yahoo.com.
1: And that's everybody but Dave from Chester. Yeah, everybody but uh, uh,
0: the idiot Dave. Yeah,
1: Dave, step away from the laptop, bro. Go outside, <laughs> get
0: some air. So, dot yahoo.com. Each week, you can communicate with us. Uh, all right, let's get the show started. Today is called... The airing of grievances. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why we're doing For this. the rest of us. I, wanna, I just want to make it clear to people that uh, we're here to give you value uh, when you're dining out.
1: And valid information.
0: And valid information. Like uh, me and John both said that we will never talk about a restaurant on this show that we have not been to.
1: No. I'll i freely admit to you, oh, Kev, or a caller. Exactly. Or I'll say, hey, I haven't been there. I'm sorry.
0: Exactly. So today, uh, my, th- my thought process was if people want to get the best value, sometimes there are places uh, among your choices that just aren't that great – I want to make it clear the show today is about the particular menu item that we had at the yeah, place. No, no, no. Like, so if I, if I say that the fish was bad or whatever, that doesn't mean the whole restaurant is bad. It's that particular dish. Because I've already had death threats from the promo on social media. (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Your threats aren't as deadly as most of the dishes (laughs) you guys serve. So come at me, bro, I believe the kids say.
0: All right. Let's start with our first restaurant. This is a restaurant that I just did not have a great experience. Uh, Doesn't mean the whole restaurant's bad. Applebee's. I was at Misconduct Tavern in Center City. Oh, wow. That's kind of a little uh, bit of a, yeah. uh, did not expect that, sir. I had the Misconduct Burger, and my complaint about it was that I thought it was bland. The seeded bun had dry meat, Ooh. Uh, which needed more co- uh, condiments. So basically, it wasn't a tasty burger. It was not, uh, nothing blew me away. Uh, but if you're going to go to the Misconduct Tavern, they probably have other great things. I just did not like the burger. Uh, if you guys go to at K2J2W on Twitter, connect to my author website, and you will have a link to my TripAdvisor page, which I don't like to brag, but I just got my new numbers, 25,000 readers monthly. That's and a lot. all of these- You should write a book about those things. I should write a book. Oh, oh, but wait. wait. Wait, it sponsors the show. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, you can find out about that. So what's your opinion on the misconduct?
1: Uh, I have been there. When I was there, I went for- I, you know what? I don't want to call it wing-a-ding, but it was some kind of wing thing they were having. And they were proning wings, wing specials. I had like a boneless wing sandwich, and it was fine. Um, I think like the Misconduct Tavern... I hate to say it, but there's like this weird homogeneity now in Center City, and everybody feels like they sort of need to check certain boxes. And I always think of Philadelphia as a city of neighborhoods, Philadelphia is a city of sandwiches. That's right. And their sandwiches are not their strong point. And if it's in Philadelphia, that should be. And I also think, don't worry about it. Don't worry about having a chicken Caesar salad wrap. I, I there's trust me, there's a million other places I can get that. A place like the Misconduct Tavern should be focusing on whatever their chef, whatever he or she comes up with, this is my this is my jam and make it your jam. That burger is exactly indicative of what more and more center city places. It's like a creative malaise. Like, oh, you know what? The owners here are gonna want a blue a bacon blue cheeseburger. They're gonna want, you know, a spicy chicken sandwich. Uh, that's great, and I understand. You know, as a chef, you're kind of walking the line between creative integrity and, uh, you know, professional responsibility, you know, especially if you don't own the restaurant. Yeah. But don't be, if you chefs, don't be afraid to say, look, m- you sent that burger out. Now, granted, you didn't realize you were sending it out to my man, overcooked. Kev, but you sent that burger out. And here's the problem. If you sent it out and you knew it was off, that's bad. Somebody expediting, no, that's a fail. Exactly. Um, if you did not know it was overcooked, that's still a fail because that means you're sending food out without it being checked
0: and like I said we're just commenting on the particular dishes from these restaurants we're yeah. not saying the whole restaurant is bad no
1: like I said the chicken sandwich I had was good yeah I, I had some it was it, I had, it was like a spicy it was like honey and hot sauce it, it was fine it was crispy it was uh, on some kind of wheat bun it was it was fine what I had it was delicious good
0: uh, poop emojis have just come in <laughs> I
1: know right that's fine people we can go, that. go to k2
0: j2w on twitter Twitter. It'll connect you to my author website, which has the TripAdvisor link and you can see the pictures, etc. My next place that I didn't like and it from this particular experience, we're sharing this with you so that you guys can save some money if you go into these places. Exactly.
1: Don't order this. Just
0: don't order that particular item. Our next uh, burger is the El Camino Burger in Fishtown. Uh, I was there to get a burger. I waited at least 45 minutes, which is a complaint that John gets a lot.
1: <laughs> I just, no. I'm sorry, no. And
0: just, no. A- after 45 minutes, which I thought I was crazy after I waited 45 minutes, I'm like, who who waits that long for a burger? Uh, the burger was really small and the roll was on the fence of being stale. You know, it was very, it was not fresh.
1: Uh,
0: so what was your experience at El Camino,
1: John? My experience at El Camino was fairly i guess you would say i had to use this term but it's fairly pedestrian it was all appetizers so i don't want to speak authoritatively to their entrees right the apps i had i thought were um i thought they were well prepared i don't think they're they're kind of stepping outside the box at all i think they've got I think this is a lot of... You've seen money. Everybody's heard this term moneyball. You've seen the movie Moneyball. And there's nothing wrong with this. It's a business. First and foremost, these are tradesmen, business people. It's a business. However, I just think that... uh,
0: for eleven bucks, it
2: should be big.
1: <laughs> yeah, eleven bucks, it should be. And the and the apps were the same way too. Look, I realize you guys aren't a food factory owned by some corporation. Endless apps, nine ninety nine. Nobody's expecting that, or they shouldn't be expecting that. If they're up 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 going up to Fishtown but y- you know what? I, and I understand, you know, P and L that sort of thing. But you need me more. First and foremost, you need me to come back as a customer. That's right. You don't need me to come in once. You need me to come back once a week, once a month. Bring my friends and family. Bring a date. Um and when you hand me food that's kind of dull, not particularly of a great value, like nine and change for like pretzels, uh you know that that's me not coming back.
0: And I want to make sure everyone knows we're giving you these tips because we're trying to we're we're worried about your wallet. Uh this show is all about protecting your wallet. Uh and one of the ways you can protect your wallet is having every once in a while You know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes of uh, airing of grievances where we just talk about the places that we didn't think were great. We're only talking about the particular food item. We're not talking about the whole establishment. Uh, Dining on a dime at Yahoo.com. All of these restaurants are invited to come join us in the Wildfire Studios and give a rebuttal. You can call in uh, 856-457-8660. Or you can come in uh, as a guest, or we can call you. If you own one of these restaurants and you disagree with our assessment, uh, you definitely are welcome to come and give a rebuttal. Dining on a dime at yahoo.com. If you want to get in touch with us immediately,
1: yeah, I can't stress this enough. Kevin isn't just saying that to sort of hear the sound of his own voice. Right. If you disagree with my opinion, and my guess is when my opinion is pretty unpleasant, nobody will, everybody will disagree with it. You should get in touch with us. And yeah, y- absolutely. you, you know, there was a wrestler years ago who used to have a great tagline. And he would say in a very gravelly voice, prove me wrong. That's it. And that's exactly what I'm saying. I if I don't care whatever the name of the place is, Jersey, Philly, whatever. If I go there and I have terrible experiences and I talk about it on a show that I'm part of, prove me wrong. Exactly. Come on over. Bring some food and hey. show me that you can do better. Otherwise... Suck it up, Buttercup You you know, you dropped the ball Because we have four empty chairs Oh, yeah, I'm looking at this. You know what? There's nothing separating you from us Other than distance and I guess as Steve Austin used to say good common sense and
0: I just gave out the phone number for you to call live or you can actually let us call you just email us dining on a dime at yahoo.com oh,
1: I'd, I'd, like I said I'd love to kind of have those people respond a little bit a place where I've said wow your chicken's terrible I'd love to see you come in here with a bag of chicken and, and say John, John, you know
0: I got two more restaurants, and John's going to be uh, given a full five minutes to tell us what he doesn't like. Uh, if we if we can hold him back, minutes, <laughs> if he can if we can hold him back uh, from going on for the rest of the time. All right, next restaurant, Paradise Restaurant has just been. Uh, this is at Front and Gerard. It just got taken over by a new family. I'm only complaining about this particular dish. Uh, I'm not saying that some people like their uh, breakfast. I'm just talking about this particular dish. Every once in a while, I like to have a salad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so do I. Usually <laughs> sitting on top of a cheesesteak.
0: <laughs> so I go to Paradise Restaurant and I wanted to have a grilled chicken uh, salad. And they used those disgusting Purdue cuts that are in the frozen food section No, as grilled chicken on top of their salad. And uh, it was slimy. It was gross. I ended up throwing the whole salad out. Uh, So you go to Paradise Restaurant at Front Gerard. Just don't order the grilled chicken salad or you're going to get the Purdue uh, shortcut salad. (laughs) So, John, let's hear some of your grievances, my friend.
1: Uh, where should I start? <laughs> we only have 40 minutes. I know, we don't have a ton of time. You know what? I'm going to start with a place. First, before I get started, let me just take 30 seconds and say, I was at the Jenkintown Festival of the Arts today. Did a great job up there, Jenkintown. You really sort of, uh, a lot of my food truck friends were up there today. I was up there with Tony Luke, uh, shooting an episode of Food Around, which will be which dropping great in the show. future. Um, I just wanted to say, you know, I understand Philly is a city of neighborhoods. And for some people, Jenkintown is like Ohio. Uh, let me tell you, they had shops up there, great little coffee shop up there that I thought was a tremendous value. Uh, White Horse Coffee. Um, and I realize this is really isn't the Jenkintown show but literally I'm fresh off of we're, this thing. We're all I was over. just I was just there. I mean when you saw me walk in the door here that was it. I you know Tony and I had been on a truck we were uh, helping our friend Mike Peacock the Flying Pie guy do a food competition today. Um, so we I got like a real in the truck first hand look. And this was an example of exactly what you're going to hear me say in a minute, which I didn't like, was these food trucks are working hard to provide you value. Um, they're trying hard to, of course, stay in business, but they're trying hard to provide everyone value because these guys know they're not, you know, these men and women aren't making a ton of money. You know, their kids are going to the same schools you are, sometimes not even in as nice a neighborhoods. So when I get to a place like the Red Robin Diner, <laughs> oh did i not list that (laughs) yeah i guess it's in the northeast i guess we'll say and i have a lot of love for the northeast not like a chris service level from the northeast but i love the northeast um red robin diner here's the story (laughs) i come from new jersey the land down under um new jersey's famous for a few things one of them is diners you know what diners are famous for meatloaf And I'm going to give you the same logic, and we're going to call it the Spazos logic. (laughs) I mentioned a couple weeks ago, Spazos can't make eggplant. And if they can't make eggplant, then they have no business calling themselves an Italian restaurant in the city of Philadelphia. In the shadow of New Jersey, the state in this country that has more diners per capita than anywhere else, if you can't make meatloaf... Take the word diner off the store (laughs) Just call it the Red Robin Grill Whatever you want to call it Because when I show up And you tell me you have meatloaf special And first of all I don't know if 11 bucks is special For meatloaf in the northeast I mean you know keep in mind A lot of these people are working at like Kohl's You know what I mean And Kohl's isn't exactly making it rain on payday Um, And then it's terrible (laughs) Clearly made several days earlier And then reheated This is a diner and this is meatloaf. Uh, I don't need prepared potatoes. I don't, you know what I mean? It's pretty easy. And Red Robin, I'm sure people have been there. I've been there before. I had breakfast. They do a good job with pancakes. Who can't make eggs? Um, But (laughs) if you can't make meatloaf, you want to take a beat and think about if you really want to call yourself a diner.
0: (laughs) Once again, everyone, this is the airing of grievances. Uh, we're we're the only podcast that worries about your wallet, and uh, this is
1: very much true. I don't see a lot of podcasts. Most of them are hunting for advertisers, desperately hoping somehow that that you know chilly Wednesday bees money is going to pour in. And uh, our
0: no- our normal uh, repertoire is to show you. Uh, where to get the best value, uh, best meals at, on a very, very low budget, as the theme song tells you straight up at the beginning of the show. So today is our airing of grievances. We're just trying to show people uh, some of the meals. We're not talking about the whole restaurant, so hold the emails. Uh, we're talking about that particular meal at that particular restaurant. Uh, so my last restaurant on my grievance list... And I got flack for it because I put it on my social media. I'm only talking about this particular item on the menu. I'm not talking about the whole restaurant. Okay. The Fishtown Brew Pub. And let me let me say why. They have a muffin burger bun. It didn't work for me. Okay. Is
1: this the thing where they're using like, like, like an English muffin from Jet Road? Yeah, no, something no. like that. Come right.
0: On. And then they used. Here's the funny part about this. Uh, They use what's called Hereford beef, which is from England, right?
1: Here for today, gone for
0: tomorrow. Well, here's the funny part. I go on Twitter complaining about the Hereford beef because it it left me, and I'm not, you know, I'm only talking about this particular dish, but it left me with a very odd, very peculiar aftertaste, right? So I go on Twitter and I say to people, you know, this is just, I didn't like the Hereford beef. It had a weird aftertaste. And Hereford Beef, the company, liked
1: my <laughs> status. And I was like, what? Fair enough. Uh,
0: yeah. I, said I, got it. I saw Twitter. I had a uh, like. And I looked. And it was the company that I was talking about. I don't think they understood what I was talking about. So anyway, the good news for uh, the Fishtown Brew Pub is that particular burger, and I'm only talking about that, per- that particular burger. I'm not talking about the whole restaurant. uh, only 5 bucks during happy hour. Unfortunately for me, I didn't like any of it. (laughs) Womp womp. All right, John, what's your next uh, airing of grievances?
1: My next one is somewhere almost in my backyard, so to speak. Uh, We had some comments about, let's hear some stuff from New Jersey. Fair enough, your wish is granted. Uh, People know I live in uh, the Mount Laurel, Morristown area. And there's a restaurant called uh, Cusina Carini Hmm. in Mount Laurel. And uh, they've been in business for quite a while. They have a nice location. It's sort of in like a renovated split level house. Nice idea. Um, People have a good time there. And I have eaten there more times, unfortunately, than eating there. I've had their food brought to my house most people because you know they kind of know who i am most people feel when they come to my house they want to bring something for me so i don't have to cook for them sure i love that i really appreciate that because i spent like 25 years of my life cooking for freeloading friends and family but um and because this place is figuratively around the corner from my house they you know they they get the t- they get the nod here's the deal uh <laughs> Chicken and pasta isn't that difficult, <laughs> especially when a, when you're telling me I'm getting the freshest tomatoes, I'm chopping catamala olives, I'm using herbs and olive oil, and I'm putting it together lovingly on your plate. Yeah, but see, here's the problem. When it gets to my house, the styrofoam taste doesn't do too much for me. The price point isn't remotely of value. <laughs> and here's the deal. When you feel like the chicken is done, it's already overdone. Now, I understand when the home cook makes that mistake, but this place has been in business for years and years. (laughs) At some point, someone should have said, oh, you know what? Maybe we ought to take the chicken off a minute early. (laughs) Instead, this chicken most likely gets cooked off 50, 60 cutlets. Um, And it's just not, it's not of value. And... I understand that everybody should be getting, you know, the same service, the same experience. But when you have someone the same address and you know what my house address is and you're sending that (laughs) food to me. Uh yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna let that slide. Pasta is not supposed to be crunchy, <laughs> nor is it supposed to be rice pudding in a container. Right. I'm not asking for you're repping yourself and I'm just grabbing my phone here. You're calling yourself an Italian restaurant. <laughs> You're saying you're a BYOB, the Italian restaurant, and I'm looking at some of the photos that are posted here. And the first heads up is, they're all the furniture and the views. That <laughs> I worries always look me. at that. That worries me. Like, why am I, I looking at tables? I always look at that. I'm not going to Ethan Allen. I'm going to eat. <laughs> Um, or, or a group of friends hugging uh, Yeah, 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 that's great I, I, I see it, Michelle, you're out Woohoo, girl, raise the roof I, I don't care, Michelle She's like 50 I, 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 Michelle, I just want to go in and have something to eat So, deuces um, All right. Unfortunately uh, And I haven't mentioned this to them before This isn't me just grabbing a mic and going to town I've talked to these people before And I'm like, look, man, pick it up This just isn't very good I live around the corner And I, don't, I, don't, I think they're happy living life in second gear and I, I got to tell you, if you're looking for a value, uh, they've got quote unquote specials. Their specials aren't that special wow. because I don't care if nine bucks gets me a styrofoam of poor chicken and pasta. I still got to choke this thing down. So now I wasted <laughs> nine bucks.
0: Yeah. And like I said, we care about your wallet. Uh, Dining on the Dime shows you where to get the best meals at on a very very tight budget and most of the our tips are under ten dollars not we're not married to the ten dollars no
1: but we try to keep it there because i think a tenner is fair i think anything beyond that you know
0: yeah sure absolutely so uh my list of airing of grievances is done we're about to go to the philly grub segment
1: oh Uh, it's known as foodie wife spot
0: And if you guys want to contact us, uh, Dining on a Dime at Yahoo.com, we welcome rebuttals. And uh, we're ready. Philly Grub.
1: And now it's time
0: for our weekly Philly Grub segment, which gives you the lowdown on the best dining spots. Because Philly Grub has its finger on the pulse of the Philly food scene.
2: Hey, folks. This is Marilyn Johnson, and I'm back with the happy hour guide. When Kevin and John asked if I'd like to contribute something to their new podcast, I thought happy hour deals would fit right in. There's tons of great places to enjoy happy hour in the city and local area if you're dining and drinking on a dime. So let's jump in, shall we? Everybody should know Pattywax, located at 2nd and South Street. This notorious Irish pub offers a lot of bang for your buck. $2 domestic pints and bottles, $2 well drinks, Guinness pints, $3 craft pints, and lots of cheap eats. Take advantage of half-price appetizers from 5 to 7 p.m. daily. Did you know that Tria Cafe, located at 1137 Spruce Street in Washington West, offers a five for five happy hour? They absolutely do. Every week they select three glasses of wines that normally go for nine and they sell them for five. They also offer a cheese and meat plate for $5, as well as craft and import beer for $5 a glass from 5 to 7 p.m. Monday through Thursday. If you're up in the Main Line, Main & Vine is the place to be for happy hour from 4 to 6.30. Located at 789 East Lancaster Avenue in Villanova, this northern-inspired bistro and bar offers $4 house red and white wine, $5 single-mix well drinks, and $4 pints of Miller Lite. You can also get a whole Napa-style sourdough pizza for $10. I dare say, one of the better happy hours in the neighborhood is Bud and Maryland's. Between 5 and 7, Monday through Friday, enjoy a pint of their very own Bud's Best Pale Ale, brewed by Yards, for $4. Glasses of house red or white wines go for $5. frose or daily cocktail for 6 They also have a lot of great grub specials too, including a Nashville hot chicken sandwich for $4. Ratworth sandwich for $4.50, warm buttermilk pretzel rolls with cucumber cheese. Boy, does that sound good. For $4, just to name a few. Last but not least, check out Urban Village Brewing and located in the Piazza in the Northern Liberties from 5 to 7 p.m. during the week for $1.50 tasters, $3 half pints, $5 full pours, and $10 pieces. I've been there. It's very good. Those are just, those are the picks for this week's happy hour, guide. For dining on a Done. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be sure to tune in again next week at 5.30 for more drinking grub deals. As always, be sure to follow me on Philly Grub, Twitter, and Instagram, and visit my website, Phillygrub.blog.
0: What an outstanding segment! If you're listening to the show every single Sunday or at it, when you're downloading the podcast, 30 minutes into our hour, we will do the Philly Grub segment. Uh, she has a huge following, at Philly Grub on Twitter, at Philly Grub on Instagram, and read her blog, which is amazing, uh, phillygrub.com, or .blog, phillygrub.blog. Uh, I couldn't be happier with the segment.
1: Not only that, but I couldn't be happier with the Love American-style soundtrack from the U.F. and her Playboy <laughs> Mansion days. Um, I'm not sure if that was her or her husband, uh, Captain Barbecue Dave Johnson, but either way, good job. Yeah, I like that a lot.
0: And let me tell you, last week, she uh, pointed me towards Bank and Bourbon, which, amazing happy hour. This week, after listening, I was like, whoa, I got to get the Bud of Maryland's. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'll tell you right Hot now... Hot Chicken Sandwich, yeah. you know? Uh, they were one of the first in the city doing that, too, by the way. Uh, now a lot of people are doing it, but they were... It's Marcy and... Oh, God, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I know it's Marcy. It. I don't know. Uh, Valerie, maybe? I forget who else. But they just absolutely kill everything they do. And that sandwich in particular For
0: that is, price? Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to be there this week. I've been trying to get there, and for four bucks, I'm there. You know what I mean? Four fifty for the bratwurst, I If,
1: if you miss out on going to Budden, Maryland's and picking up something for five or less. Yeah. That was on you Yeah, because it's not like they're hiding it. And it's certainly not like we're hiding it. We never stfu about it. So yeah. that's right.
0: And I want everyone to know Philly grub will be 30 minutes into the podcast. Yeah. So if you're downloading us uh, two weeks. We will be appearing on iTunes in, a, in the next couple nice. of weeks.
1: My beloved foodie wife.
0: And we will be all on iTunes and we're going to be open to a whole new audience, a larger audience. And, uh, Just so you know, 30 minutes into our hour... That's when you get that amazing happy hour information from Everybody Philly Everybody loves
1: happy hour, right? Everybody Everybody um, as, as like a little assist to her mentioning Patty Wax, uh, I've been to Patty Wax several times, I'll put it that way. Great guy. In uh, One of those hold my calls moments. Uh, my buddy, uh, Ron Sullivan, Corner Pub Sports here on Wildfire Radio, Corner Pub Kitchen, will be doing Small Bites a little bit later today. Oh, awesome. Um, he, he was one of the first people also that said to me, hey, look. Yeah, sure. Patty Wax is a bar, but they have really good food. And he's right. They have a take on a French onion soup, nice. which is done with stout, like Murphy's Irish stout. And it is delicious. And if I remember correctly, I think this very substantial bowl of soup, huge slab of bread and cheese is like five bucks. You got to
0: love it. And Grub.blog every uh, episode of Dining on a Dime Uh, She's going to be contributing at 30 minutes into the podcast. Okay, John, let's continue with our airing of grievances. John
1: Cole, your next grievance. Uh, You know what? I sort of, everybody knows I love Reading Terminal Market. There was a time in my foodie career where you could find me at Reading Terminal Market almost every day. Almost every day you would find me there. and I absolutely love some of the places in, in running terminal market. Uh, the original turkey store, the original turkey as they call it, um, here's the deal. <laughs> they have good prices. Um, the service is okay. But if you go to running terminal market, you know the service, unless you sit down at some place like so Molly Malloy's, sometimes. it's so packed, it's just going to be polite service. No one's going to stand on their head for they're you.
0: Gonna you the and
1: they're going to give you the basic nod. And they're going to give you the basic nod know, and take your sandwich and you know, GTFO. But he, in this case, you're called the original turkey store. So it's in your name. So when I get a turkey sandwich, and it's not that great, And it's like nine bucks. I'm thinking, okay, what's going on here? And I go up and speak to someone and no one wants to hear about it, get to the end of the line, whatever. And I said to a young man who was working there, but I paid almost 10 bucks for this sandwich and this just isn't very good. His comment was, that's what Yelp's for, yo. (laughs) Okay. I'm guessing the young man leaving the dangling participle did not really own the store <laughs> uh and that's okay but I'm, I'm i'm not gonna go to yelp i'm not gonna go to some weird foodie police uh unfortunately for him i have my own show so i'll just do it myself that's thanks it. so original turkey if anyone who works there is hearing this two things <laughs> first of all I get that you're in running terminal market, but that doesn't mean you get a complete bypass on customer service. I agree. Because customer service is part of the value. We are looking for monetary value, absolutely. But we're also talking about location. We're talking about cleanliness. There's a lot of factors that go into value. I'll take a smaller sandwich in a really nice place that's prepared really well and and with nice service. Uh, I'll determine what value is. But when you pass the sandwich over the counter and you knew that sandwich wasn't right. Uh, and I highly, highly doubt that turkey was roasted that day. That's negligence. That's, that's <laughs> just no. That's, you, you've checked none of the boxes. So, and I'm Terminal Market. I love you. I've had other things at, uh, at Original Turkey. I've had turkey brought to my house over the holidays right. from there. And it was delicious. Um, maybe they had an off day. But my feeling is if I don't tell you loudly with this microphone in front of me, you're not going to hear me.
0: That's so true. And Dining on a Dime is all about your wallet. Uh, we show you where to get the best meals on a very low budget. We are here for the working man. Uh, all you have to do is go to wildfireradio.com. Check our archives. Uh, we've had some excellent shows. Uh, we taught you some excellent things. Old City Smackdown, I'm still getting emails about how much people love the tips we gave in Old City. Uh, Same thing with uh, our introduction episode. Oh, by the way, if you guys are out there saying, well, who the heck do these guys think they are, go to our archives, listen to the introduction episode, because I'm not going to spend every podcast, uh, you know, blowing my own horn and... ...and giving you who I am. I, I'm Kevin Wilson. I'm an author. That's all you need to know. Go to the archives. Uh, listen to the introduction episode. If you disagree with our picks tonight, Dining on a Dime at Yahoo.com. I just created the Facebook page. All you got to do is search Facebook for Dining on a Dime. And uh, you'll get to our Facebook page. I put photos every week, or every day, I'm sorry, on the Dining on a Dime Facebook page. If you listen to this podcast... And you're saying to yourself, those guys, are, those guys aren't saying that they, they were never there. How could they eat at all these restaurants? Go to the Dining on the Dime Facebook page, and you'll see photos, uh, photographic evidence. I put up two of the places we had grievances with today. Uh, So I just want to let everyone know if that's, uh, you know, Dining on the Dime uh, at Yahoo.com, WildfireRadio.com, search Dining on the Dime. You'll see our archives. We're going to be here for a long time. Uh, I have secured us. uh, We're going to be here definitely through January. So you have plenty of time to listen to the archives. Dining on the Dime at Yahoo.com to uh, communicate with us. So, next part of the show is going to be Restaurant Week. Re- Restaurant Week is September 23rd through October 5th. It's Center City Restaurant Week. Uh, I just want everyone to know that I have done the research for you. You don't even have to do anything. I've done all the research. Well, I spent- it's a
1: good thing you know I don't do research worth <laughs> a damn.
0: John's 30 seconds is all we need. That's all I needed. <laughs> And uh, right now, Restaurant Week, Center City, September 23rd to October 5th. Uh, what I did was I went through all the restaurants, John, and I listed all the restaurants that have four courses because it's a three course dinner for 35. Gotcha. Three course lunch for 20. Uh, and I went through them and I said, well, who's offering us a little bit more? Who's giving us more bang for our buck? Uh, so these are the restaurants that are offering four courses. Uh, for uh $35 at dinner time, I'm going to give you my favorite restaurant week because I've been going to restaurant week taking advantage of the savings for years. My best dining experience, uh, during restaurant week, and it is a place that has uh four courses, is Abe Fisher. Uh, Abe Fisher, you might know, is owned by Michael Salaminov. I was
1: going to say that's Mike Salaminov,
0: who is a recent James Beard Award winner, which is like the you, Super Bowl trophy.
1: You mean the Fed Nuts guy? Sky is another yes. place? Yeah. He's, he's,
0: <laughs> Abe Fisher, sixteen twenty three Sampson Street. Uh, they're doing three courses for food, but the fourth you're getting a fourth course is your dessert. Uh, I went there for Restaurant Week. I believe it was. Last year, and I'll tell you what the service was amazing. The uh, the food was incredible. It's like a it's a little modern day twist on Jewish food. Okay,
1: gotcha, gotcha. Always and a
0: good thing. The experience was great. The service was great. Uh, my favorite thing was that the food was delicious. Uh, and it's thirty five dollars for three course dinners. Twenty dollars for three course lunches. So my pick uh, for the best bang for your buck, plus the highest quality food, I'm going to pick Abe Fisher. Uh, John Cole, what do you think about Restaurant Week?
1: Center City. When I was younger and stupider, I used to say a lot of things on social media (laughs) like an hour ago (laughs) about, oh God, I hate Restaurant Weeks because this is when all the people come out from their basements and their attics and their parents' houses that don't eat out. And they don't know how to behave in public and they don't know how to speak to industry people. However, uh, that isn't really fair. That absolutely is not really fair because that's more, maybe that was the case in the beginning. But now restaurant week is very much when the foodie community comes out and they get to try more. Of everything people don't seem to realize, and I'm this is going to be a slight little tangent here, but it does connect to restaurant week. There's a chef, and I'm not going to out the person because I think he's a nice guy. Um, he commented about uh, negatively on food bloggers, and you can go back through my, my social media feed. If you want I don't think
0: he's a nice guy. How's that? Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. fine. Dining on the dime, yahoo.com.
1: Um, uh, my point is this there wouldn't be restaurant week there wouldn't be a 21st century American foodie culture without foodies I realize that some of these chefs some of these restaurateurs yes they would be successful Steven Starr would still be a millionaire he'd still be a famous guy but most of the people working for him wouldn't be their chefs wouldn't be on food network there really wouldn't be a food network you'd just be going to PBS and watching someone half asleep cook a dish that your grandmother made that entire food movement of the last decade and a half maybe even 20 years comes from the food industry not the i'm sorry the food community not the food industry i'm sorry i misspoke there food industry is amazing it's made up of amazing men and women passionate artistic cannot say enough positive things about them however every once in a while they miss the point um, no, we're the ones who make this thing go. Otherwise, you guys are just cooking in a big empty space, hoping somebody comes by and gives you money. We're the ones that kind of hype this thing up. And I don't care if you're just a food fan. I don't care if you have a blog or a podcast. Last week, I spoke about Philly Grub being disrespected a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, This week, I see more of this uh, supposedly high-level chefs. And I'm not going to just point the finger to any one person. Um, but I will, I will say this, I'll use this as an example. Um, one of the most respected and beloved food people in the city, Mark Vetri, a few years back decided he needed to let off a little steam about Yelp, TripAdvisor, social media or whatever. And I'm not saying there's a direct correlation, but if you fast forward through a few years, you know, Signor Vetri now works at maybe just one or two places. Most of his restaurants are gone. They were sold to a company who then proceeded to divest them again. Yeah. I don't think alienating the people you're trying to get money from and support from is a good idea. So when I do hear a chef say, oh, I'm sure there's some good ones. Uh, let me just say this. If it's not for us. There's no difference between you and the guy who's cleaning my gutters. You are a trained, skilled tradesman, and I'm paying you for your service. We've decided to build the hype and community around restaurants. That's it. Um, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. And I guarantee you, Chef, even if you disagree with me, your employers who are trying to expand at a national level don't. Exactly. I understand people fly off the cuff, and more so than the actual chef, I blame the so-called culinary journalist that throws these questions out there. Uh, Craig Laban
0: is a friend of the show. Craig Laban will be uh, doing a call in in the next couple of weeks. No, I
1: night. have a tremendous amount of respect for Craig. No, Craig, Craig Laban is the man. I don't mean him And at couldn't all. be I... a
0: nicer guy. No, I mean, but he's going to be calling into. I'm just letting everyone no, know. No, no, I'm, I'm super glad Craig, Craig will be calling into the show within of the next couple for weeks. Craig. That has been confirmed. I'm kind
1: of talking about these sort of hipster college graduate, I got my degree in journalism, my parents want me to move out, please pay me to write something. And you stumble your way into restaurants. And then you wind up asking a chef a loaded question as clickbait. Maybe the chef is tired, maybe the chef is transitioning from one position to another. Um, maybe the chef is getting ready for restaurant week, which is kind of restaurant week is reflective of the fact that there's a foodie community, not because somebody paid you to write stuff up.
0: Absolutely. And let me tell you, blogging is a love. Nobody gets paid. Nobody gets paid for that. It's all about passion and love. And one of the reasons I wrote the book and one of the reasons that I do this podcast is because people don't realize the amount of money bloggers spend. Oh, yeah. It's for
1: their passion. Every blogger I know, you know what they're saving up for? They're not saving up for Christmas, they're saving up for restaurants. Absolutely.
0: And let me tell you this, John. Uh, This show gives me value for all that money I've spent. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a way to teach people hey, man, I've been to those restaurants. Here's my opinion. We're not saying that we're right. Like, if you don't disagree with if you disagree with our uh, airing of grievances... Oh, absolutely. Dining no. on the Dime, Yahoo.com. Get at us, for sure. Uh, you know, we're not saying we're right all the time, uh, but, you know, blogging is a passion. One of the reasons I love doing this show every week is because I've spent a lot of money going to these places. And I like to share the info because I'm getting value oh, for absolutely. that money I've spent. So, that's one of my uh, reasons for my decision.
1: I'm going to say this because I don't want to commandeer this show. I could sit here for three hours. Oh, and we people. both can. Let me just throw this out there. And I generally try to keep my language exceedingly clean on this show because I to. know. But I am just going to say this and then I'll just <laughs> you let see, it I stand. We have We have to. We have to. <laughs> Um, I spoke to, uh, and you should check him out for Restaurant Week, uh, Chef Silva Sanat, one of the classiest guys I know, absolutely killed it at Burger Brawl, which is you'd call a lowbrow contest, Uh, Maison 208, amazing, amazing food, Uh, definitely check them out. He said to me that without the food community, without the public, without the foodies, um. And om- he'd almost be wearing a paper hat, polyester top. And I'm just going to say this once, and then I'm going to let it slide. And if somebody needs to cover their kid's ears real briefly, this won't Uh-oh. be that bad. Oh, But I don't care if you own restaurants. I don't care if you manage restaurants. I don't care if you cook or clean restaurants. I don't care if you're a bartender or a server. If you don't like the foodie community, bloggers Influencers, people tweeting on Facebook, that's too goddamn bad Ooh. because we're not going anywhere, oh. and we are the people who make your livelihood possible and probable. I couldn't so agree. So deal with it because it's the best thing going today.
0: And I'm not going to brag, but I have 25,000 people that read my yeah. blogs exactly. on TripAdvisor Exactly, and that's twenty five thousand people that you could get, you know, influenced to go to your your
1: restaurant. And Uh, that's the end of that story. I don't want this show to be an hour of a whinge. No, you know what, John? You know
0: what, John? I I think we're giving information. If you listen to this show every week, if I don't give you something you don't know and teach you where to go at a great value, and John doesn't, you got the Philly blocks, uh, Philly grub. Blah, uh segment.
1: <laughs> of course the woman does all the work. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying <laughs> no, if I if, right.
0: I if I do a show and you don't learn anything from me like I can't tell you how many people commented about Fezziwigs they thought it was a sweet kettle corn shop till we told them Till we told them it was that, much more than that that that. they have much more than that. Uh, same thing, you know, with our introduction episode, taught people stuff.
1: We got that with Oh Brother. I've had, I can't oh tell brother. you how many people have come, have messaged me. They've added me on Instagram, whatever, and they're like, hey, dude, I heard you on Oh Brother. This place kills it. Exactly. This French onion cheese steak is delicious. Yeah, that's why we told you. Exactly. Get over there. It's delicious.
0: And so you're going to learn every week on this show something you didn't know. Like tonight, Bud at Maryland's, I didn't know they had that great of a food happy hour. Uh, you know, I'll be there this week. You know what I mean?
1: Well, in all fairness, they are showing off. They're two powerhouses in this industry, and they can flex a little muscle and say, hey, look, you know what, I'll throw something out there. I mean, chances are that chicken sandwich should be like nine bucks.
0: Exactly. And
1: they're just like, you know what, happy hour. Yeah, let's, let's get bust them in. that out there, get them in, and then we'll worry about, you know. Well, my next
0: pick for Restaurant Week, Center City Restaurant Week is September 23rd to October 5th. This show worries about your wallet. We give you the best value at, at when you're on a very low budget. My next pick is Harp and Crown at uh, 1525 Sampson. I went there uh, last week. They're going to actually do a ton of options for Restaurant Week this year, but they're going to offer you a grilled hanger steak. I mean, the, you know, wow. the dinner option. Uh, the reason I'm uh, saying them is because I went there, John, and I got a ton of food the last Restaurant Week, and the next thing I know, they're like, "Sir, you can pick a pizza. i was like, what? I said, I can pick a pizza. Yeah, I said, "Did I? Did, am I in heaven? Did I? Did, did I not see something? Am I in heaven here?" So I got a full a meal that was all full size because I, I had a complaint when I was doing the radio show. I was talking about Restaurant Week. Somebody emailed me and they said, "Kevin, what they do is they shrink the plate." That's not true. A Harp and Crown gave me full size, uh, you know, options, three courses for thirty five. I got my three courses for 35 and then the next thing I know, they offered a pizza. I was like, hey. <laughs> I don't know. This year, this year, I know they have a ton of options that include grilled hanger steak. I'm talking about the last restaurant week. So my first pick for you guys for restaurant week is uh, Abe Fisher as far as delicious food, delicious atmosphere, great service, $35, bucks, uh, which is a great deal. My second pick is Harp and Crown. We're going to spend another six minutes today because we're almost out of time. And we're going to spend another 15 minutes on next week's show because we were going to do a whole hour of restaurant week. But to be honest, with you, you mean, John? Thought, you know, to get the best info to the people, yeah, it's, split it up a little bit. Split it up a little bit. So we did 15 minutes this week. Next week's show, you can guarantee we'll spend 15 minutes more giving you tips uh, on where to go. So my first pick is Abe Fisher. Second pick is Harp and Crown. I'm going to give you my third pick. Then we're going to let J. Cole talk about Restaurant Week. My third pick is Ocean Prime. And I'm going to pick Ocean Prime because I went there for Restaurant Week. I had a steak, right, for Restaurant Week. And it was delicious. And Ocean Prime is on uh, Walnut Street, uh, 15th Street, I'm sorry. And uh, I'm telling you, very good food, very good deal. Uh, can't beat the price, uh, but the food's going to be top of the line. Very nice atmosphere. It's kind of upscale. Uh, and now I'm going to give you guys, because this is why you listen in, I'm going to give you guys a hidden gem. Everybody thinks uh, Morton's. Everyone thinks Ocean Prime. Everyone thinks the big names, right? Yep. I'm going to give you a guy who does an amazing job, and he's a steakhouse.
1: We know a guy.
0: Right in Old City, we know a guy. It is called Marmont Steakhouse. Oh, there we go. I've heard this name before. Let me tell you, 222 Market Street. My man is giving you a four-course option for restaurant week, but he's offering a 12-ounce New York strip steak and a 12-ounce ribeye steak as your options. Uh, this place is delicious. I had a Steak Oscar when I was there. I was tipped off by a person I was working with at the time uh, telling me how great this place was. I went there. It was above and beyond uh, what I was expecting. Great food. 222 Market Street, Marmont Steakhouse. Uh, that, those are my picks for this week. Next week, we'll do 15 minutes to give you some good uh, bang for your buck. Next week, I'm going to be focusing on what kind of food you're getting. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times there's guys that offered steak Oscar last year. Well, you don't know. And
1: you you don't know. know. No, I like that. We should do a little for value. So we'll
0: do that next week. I will be
1: throwing stuff out during the week, too. Between weeks, you know, if you get to us on social media. Absolutely. um, There are going to be times you can find us. um, I'm at j underscore Cole on Twitter. Um you can you know, get at me and ask me what would be the move like I, I just I threw out Maison 208 absolutely have one or two other places but during the week you know can elaborate a little bit more on specifics you know what would you order like you just mentioned Harp and Crown I'm almost ashamed to admit I've never had any of the food at Harp and Crown because they have this killer charcuterie platter. So it's become like my go-to. I grab a friend, we grab a beer, and we sit and we get a charcuterie platter. Delicious. The place is great. The service is amazing.
0: And this is what Dining on a Dime gives you as a listener. We give you our Old City special. I I highly recommend wildfireradio.com. You go to the archives, you listen to the Old City uh, smackdown that we did. People were like, dude, I didn't even know three of those places were down there. You know what yeah. I mean? We're giving you places that are hidden gems. You can't. And, and I'll tell you right now, if you were to go up to anybody in Philadelphia and you were to say, name me five steakhouse, they wouldn't name Marmont. No, would name probably all the not. They would
1: name exactly Ruth's Crest.
0: Exactly. And, and I'm just giving you, for this week, my pick is Marmont Steakhouse, 222 Market. Very nice guys, owned it for years. Uh, 12-ounce New York strip steak and a 12-ounce ribeye along with a four-course dinner, is in his options. J Cole, we got about three minutes. Let's talk about, uh, what do you think about Restaurant Week?
1: Um, I would I would probably go with Lou Bird's. Wow. I would go with Lou Bird's. I was just going to throw it out there. Wow. Um, they don't always get mentioned. And Lou- not only that, I've been trying to get there, and I haven't. Um, the... Uh, everybody knows I'm like a brunch guy. I would eat brunch three times a day if I could, and I think the chef there sort of almost channels that a little bit. Because uh, to, to 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 quote a friend of mine, she said, "Everything here is breakfasty, um, <laughs> even if it's lunch or dinner." Um, I can't. Unfortunately, That's another T-shirt. I did. I am not a published author like my partner, so I did not do the research that was required. However, I'm pretty sure they're going to be part of Restaurant Week, and I'm pretty sure that most restaurant week they're going with their their best foot forward um get over to lou birds you're going to be pleasantly surprised over there all right guys it's time to wind down the show you can
0: get me at k2j2w on twitter all all numbers uh dining on the dime at yahoo.com john cole is a food truck expert if you have questions about food trucks Get a hold of John Cole. Where, John? Dining on a Dime, Yahoo.com?
1: Yeah, obviously Dining on a Dime you can find me at. But you can find me at J underscore Cole on Twitter, J Cole on Instagram, uh, J Cole on Facebook. I'll be talking about, uh, most of this week I'll be talking about uh, Jenkintown, the Festival of the Arts, uh, what we did up there. Some really, really, really good stuff. Um, Just because summer is winding down doesn't mean the food truck season is.
0: That's right. And John Cole is the master of all food trucks.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, I, I've i been to a lot of them. I've spent a ton of time with them. Um, I'm honored to have worked with some, consulted with some, uh, put some dishes on some. Uh, my buddy, Mike Peacock, had another crazy day. Nothing but lines, nothing but happy faces. And, uh, you know, you see that bright yellow truck, uh, you know, big, tall Aussie guy, six and a half feet tall. Get over there and get yourself a meat pie.
0: All right, guys. Dining on a Dime at Yahoo.com. Dining on a Dime on Facebook. Hope you enjoyed our airing of grievances episode. We're going to give you those every once in a while. We're going to do our next Smackdown. We'll be in a few weeks. It's going to be the Midtown Village Smackdown. Very cool. And uh, have a great week. Eat well.
1: Stay hungry, everybody.